Metuneter 4, The Asarian Resurrection, The Initiate's Daily Meditation Guide, Part 1, Chapter 3, beginning on page 65. Initiation means and goal. Overview of the Initiation Program. The initiation program aims at placing the 11 laws of God into the mind to serve as the logical premises for reasoning about life and for creating your true or divine self-image, Asar. They must replace all of the human reasonings for our actions. You will no longer accept the thought that it is natural to be afraid, to grieve, to worry, etc., to refrain from doing wrong because you do not want to hurt the other person's feeling. You must refrain from doing wrong because you are devoted to becoming the vessel of God and because in acknowledging God's omnipresence, you know that your thoughts, feelings, and actions cannot be concealed from God and so on. The means. These laws will be placed into the mind through two powerful techniques one meditation and two the weighing of the words and of the will declarations of freedom from sins and the incorrectly labeled negative confessions meditation meditation will be used to induce the state of trance which renders the spirit fully receptive to the will in this state the laws will be implanted into the mind through affirmations and visualizations given within the framework of meditation scripts. Weighing of words in the, in the heart. The weighing of words and of the heart, the shahu and the ab division of the spirit respectively, is as far as I know the most powerful ritual procedures in spirituality. It literally brings the initiate face-to-face -face with God to judge her progress on a nightly basis and to declare her a, good, a God person when the work has been consummated. The weighing of the words in this inspection by conscience of the thoughts, feelings, and actions that the initiate has indulged each day. The 11 laws provide the standard of contact, conduct. It is the last thing that is done each and every night. The weighing of the heart is the inspection by conscience of the person's use of the will. It is not enough to know the law. You must choose to observe it. The ritual of the weighing of the words and the heart will is the means of getting feedback from the Asarian spiritual vehicle on the progress of the work. Reasoning. The 11 laws of the Metuneter, the words of God, and as such, they can confer spiritual power on the initiate that is extremely powerful secret that has been, that has been touched upon by the Hebrew Kabbalah, but has not been eludicated. In the Kabbalah, the third sphere of the tree corresponds to the sphere Bina, which has been translated as understanding. As this is a word that is thrown around by just every and anyone, it needs special explanation for its high placement on the tree. The third spear corresponds to Seker in the Kemetic system 
and the Shechem division of the spirit. It is the source of the supreme, the supreme spiritual power. Now, what does spiritual power have to do with understanding? If we look at the architecture of the tree of life, we will see that the second netter Tehuti is opposite on the same plane with the third. If we transform this graphic statement into words, we get living the understanding of the wisdom and words of God mobilizes the spiritual power of God. The message is very clear. Spiritual power and beliefs are conferred to the man and has understood and not just heard and lives the word of God. So what entails understanding? Reasoning. The word must be subjected to logical deduction and induction. The result of reasoning from a premise that has been accepted is conviction. It is the conviction that I am so-and-so or that so-and-so is so that gives power to the self-image the logical judgment creates. This is why hardcore scientists have to double-blind their experiments. The conviction that a drug is effective will make it effective if it isn't, i.e. a magical effect is created. Now there are two types of convictions that must be considered. One comes from knowing and the other from not knowing or from belief. The latter is faith. You get in a plane and go to sleep 3,000 feet above ground because the darn thing was built upon various laws of science. You would be the first one off the plane if before takeoff the captain were to announce that the flight was the maiden voyage of a new type of plane that has not been tested and that they had faith that it will perform as hoped. Faith can certainly move the spirit to do wonders and that its foundation of many religions and success systems, but it is doomed by its very essence. The best dictionaries define faith as trust in what cannot be proven. Sooner or later, the faithful run into life situations where trust in the improvable cannot be sustained. This is the reason why many people do not embrace religions or just say lip service to it, are inconstant or end up abandoning the faith. As you work the laws in future chapters, you will see that they are built on facts and logical principles and are all open to proof, Logical judgments that are based on true premise are the conclusions that meet the requirements for understanding because your trust behind them. They acquire the power to overcome all doubt in their mobilization of the spirit. It is impossible to lose your trust in the laws of nature and the principles that are derived from them. It is important to realize that truth cannot fully help man unless it is understood. It is not enough for truths to be implanted into the mind through prayers and affirmations. They must be understood through the process of reasoning. Words into flesh. One of the greatest weaknesses of Western culture is in its failure to understand 
that the truths, spiritual, ethical, philosophical, and so on, that must guide people's lives cannot reside only in the mind. For ideas to shape the behavior of people, they must be embedded, not so to speak, but literally, into the nerves and cells of the brain. Every single belief and conviction is associated with structures in the brain or nervous system. If there were no such connection, the person will be indifferent to the idea. This is why people hear and grasp at truth, but do not usually act on it. This ignorant approach to life has been created and strengthened by the Western educational system, which is satisfied with the student's comprehension of a topic, especially in the humanities. You are generally taught to read something, grasp it, pass a test on it, and move on. There is no established educational institution that advocates the importance or that gives methods of calculating the information into the mind in a manner that it will become behavior. But this is the very heart of the process of initiation. It is a system that translates words into flesh. Behavioral scientists have found that it takes an average of 21 days of daily work to establish an idea as behavior. Less time is needed with advanced meditation techniques and also with expert hypnotherapy. This is the time period needed for the body to create the neural connections and to generate specific white brain cells that will be in charge of mediating the behavior. How well the process goes depends on the quality of the work that is performed. The techniques and instructions that are the nuts and bolts of the initiation program taught in this book will facilitate the earthling, earthing of the truths. The most important means of achieving this transference of words into the brain is the reasoning process on the laws. Doubts are the greatest opponents in the process. This is why belief and faith are not universally reliable. Laws, which are based on facts and reasoning, eliminate the doubt factor and ensures the anchoring of the words into the brain and nervous system. The Schedule, the Solar Cycle of the Spirit The initiation program aims at placing 11 laws into the mind and the brain. The complexity of the laws and the mental and physiological processes dictate against the attempt to work on them all at one time. Therefore, a schedule must be followed and it is not arbitrarily created. It is based on the solar cycle of the spirit. One of the most important facts of life is that all events or the casual category they belong to occur critically. The literature on the subject is exhaustive. Readers are strongly encouraged to Google or Yahoo or Bing the subject of cycles. They will learn that the cyclical events that take place in the sun exert the most pronounced influence on all events in our solar system and on Earth. It includes man's body, mind, and spirit. The reason for this is explained in the comedic spiritual literature, the so-called gas that exploded 
as the Big Bang and was transformed into a sun is spiritual matter. Physicists have conveniently given the silent treatment to a major flaw in their account of creation, the existence of matter before creation. If physical matter is created through the process of the Big Bang, then the eternally existent matter that cannot be created or destroyed cannot be the matter that was created from the Big Bang. What we have then is one, spiritual matter that that two is transformed into a sun that three creates the physical matter and acts as the major influence in all activities in and as the world. Spiritual matter new and raw creates the sun Aten in Adon Lord of all physical events in and as the world. This is the understanding behind the association of the Son with Ra, the Holy Spirit. In a future book, God willing, I will show the connection between the 11 Neturu of the Pout and the average 11-year cycle of the sunspots, one of the major solar influences in the solar system on Earth. The cycle that concerns us here is the one that governs the Alsarian initiation system. The evolutionary forces that are responsible for man's spiritual development into a God person, an Asar, follow the solar cycle of the year. This is the reason for the association of all saviors with solar symbolism. Most scholars have erred in their beliefs that the spiritual systems associated with the saviors, Mithra, Adonis, Tammuz, etc., were nothing more than sun worship cults. The saviors were supposed to be types of the sun, and so on. So sense can be made of any of these systems until and unless they are studied within the context of the initiation into divinity as explained in this book. The Kemetic Solar Calendar Many, but not all, cultures have divided the year into 12 sections, months, zodiacal signs, and so on. The ancient Egyptians had many calendars and uses for them, rituals for cultivating the powers of the spirit, the Pout Netru, or the faculties of the Ra, the Holy Spirit, were allocated to each of the 12 months of the year following the sidereal zodiac. The cultivation of man's divinity was a process that took up the entire year. It too was divided into 12 months but unconnected to the zodiac. It is based on the annual cyclical alternation of the two major modalities of solar energy on earth heat and light and cold and darkness shu and tefna respectfully and their effects on all things the factors that determine the increase of heat and light on earth begin at the end of the winter solstice about December 25th in the Northern Hemisphere and about June 25th in the Southern Hemisphere, exactly 180 days apart. The factors that determine the decrease of heat and light on Earth 
begin at the end of the summer solstice, about June 25th in the Northern Hemisphere and about December 25th in the Southern Hemisphere. The dominance of heat and light production does not begin to occur until the spring equinox, March 21st in the North and its opposite, September 21st in the South. The dominance of cold and darkness does not begin to occur until the fall equinox, September 21st in the North and March 21st in the South. Alternation of heat and light exerts in major effects on the vegetable kingdom, lower life forms, insects, etc., and the vegetative autonomous nervous system of man, which is the vehicle of his spirit. The solar annual cycle governs thus the times for agriculture role in spiritual cultivation activities. A great deal of the initiatory secrets was hidden in the open through solar and agricultural metaphors and analogies. We must forgive the well-educated people that have expounded theories that portray the initiation system as agricultural rites. Yes, they sowed the word of God. The Metuneter in February and reaped their harvest themselves as God-men and God-women at the winter solstice. The purpose of the solar calendar was for timing the cultivation process to the receptivity of the spirit raw. What would be the result if you begin your cultivation of crops in the wrong season? 1. January to February 20th. Reverse the dates to their exact opposites, 180 days for the Southern Hemisphere. The pre-initiation preparatory study is to be done. 2. February 21st to March 20th. Placing the Amen law into the mind. Amen corresponds to the original state of the spirit, which is undifferentiated and unconditioned. The purpose of the work is to be done at this time to lay the foundation state of the spirit, peace, and to lessen the reawakening of undesirable conditionings when the heat and light begins to prevail in the following stage. 3. March 21st spring equinox in the north to april 20th placing the asar law into the mind if the work has been done properly in the preceding month this work will go well you must guard heavily against old negative behavior that have been transcended from coming back at this time four april 21st to may 20th placing the laws of tahuti and sekhar polarities of the same into the mind 5. 21, May 21st to June 20th, placing the laws of Ma'at and Herukahuti into the mind. 6. June 21st, summer solstice in the north to July 20th, placing the law of Eru into the mind. 7. July 21st to August 20th, placing the laws of Het Heru and Sebek into the mind. 8. August 21st to September 20th, placing the laws of Auset into the mind. 9. September 21st, the fall equinox in the north to December 20th. Heru Benhutet, now the full effort to live the 11 laws begins. 
If the work has been properly done to date, all of the thoughts and emotions that automatically drift into your awareness will be in harmony with the laws. They will be in full support of your will to live truth provided that you choose to do so so that you fully understand them. Consistent voluntary efforts to live the 11 laws will render the behaviors based on them automatic. Heru corresponds to truth lived through enlightened effort, act of the will, while Asar is truth that is lived automatically without effort. One is truth lived through the will, the self, the other truth is lived through the spirit. If at this point you are still experiencing thoughts, emotions, and desires that are opposed to the 11 laws, it is now too late to achieve a true lasting change. You will have to renew your work on them after the cycle is over, after the winter solstice. 10. December 21st to the 24th. The winter solstice in the north. The final judgment and report from your spirit on how you did. Your conscience, the spirit of Alsar, would judge you and declare you Ama Keru, one of whose words are divine law, to the degree that you have realized your divinity at this point, you will begin to receive teachings from the various aspects of your spirit, the Neturu, on all things that are important to your life. And you will also experience many miracles taking place in your life. What do you do next? Go through the cycle again. It is a spiral. Each time you go over the same track, you will learn new things, gain more wisdom and power. If you do not pass the test, which is most likely to happen for the first time that you make this yearly run, your conscience will teach you through dreams and intuitions how to improve yourself. Return to the beginning of the cycle and try and try again. Keep in mind that the cycling is a spiral. Each time that you make the circuit, you will be at a higher point in your growth, learning more and more, gaining more spiritual power. Incidentally, if you are one of the few that will claim form one or just a few rounds that the spirit of Alsar has declared you a Ma Karu, a full-blown Alsar, you will know that some you will know that some spirit in you has deceived you, especially if you find yourself desiring to be admired, worshipped, honored, placed on an altar, a pedestal, and so on. You have been deceived if you find that something inside you is pushing you to act contrary to the 11 laws because you are now above the law, which no one will ever be, and so on. As a divine being, you will find that God will send people to you for you to humbly bless them with your loving counsel and to raise them up to the divine status you will find that you will do your best in whatever is your path in life accountant actor mother father dentist etc and here ends the reading of chapter three and part one on page 76